What does the H stand for? Uh, I assumed holy. Mm. You know. Yeah, I've always. It's like one of those things I've always wondered about. Yeah, no, it's a good question. Um, oh, okay. So hey. before we before we get all into it, uh, I got <laughs> mm-hmm. a few notes here, sort sort of follow up items uh, from sure. last time. So one of the things we talked about last time was songs made famous by movies. You know, like Danger Zone we mentioned and yeah, uh, yeah. Holiday Road. And like as soon as we ended the show, I was like, oh, we forgot. I'm sure we forgot many big ones, but uh, mm-hmm. like immediately after the show, uh, the one that popped into my head was uh that Roxette song from Pretty Woman was that like it must have been love you know cuz that was that song was written that that, like, that that wasn't pretty woman i think i feel like was that was absolutely uh, pretty woman is it i will i will fight you on that is it was it's, i you know i always thought cuz that was like you know I, after you know uh i don't remember the characters names but you know after uh Julia Roberts character like leaves cuz you know mm-hmm. the thing happens with George Costanza and everything and then, like, you know, Richard Gere realizes that he loves her, and then it starts playing that song, and then he's, like, looking for her and whatnot. I always and thought that... they wrote that song uh, specifically for the movie. Like, they went to Roxette and said, hey, we're, we got this movie, we're looking for a song. And okay. so they, they whipped that one up. What did you think? I it, mean... I mean, it's possible I, it was in another movie, but I, I highly doubt right. it. Right. Well, I mean, I was thinking of, uh, you know, from that movie, isn't it that... Uh, that I'll get over you, I know I will. I'll pretend my ship's not sinking. Oh no, that's a great song though. Uh, that's but King that's, of that's Wishful. Like in the movie. That's King that's of like Wishful the, Thinking by Go yeah. Go West. That's right. Yes, that might be I, in the I, movie. I'm not saying it's not. I don't recall. That is it. the song that that's I heard song. on the radio. That made like you know, you know, right afterwards, I was like, oh, you know, like I should. I had more than three choices last week, or the last episode and that was one of the ones that was like in the back of my mind of like if we go more than three that would be one of them yeah but i I guess that's not the one that's like associated with that movie then i'm I'm not positive it's in the movie but i'm not saying it's not in the movie and either way during the opening credits i really like that song so okay yes although that's an example to me like there's certain bands i feel like where they're really famous for one song but they have another song that i think is like better and um you're talking about go west yeah yeah, I think they, unless I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Go West that have a song called like Talk to Strangers or something like that. Like it was a single that got released, but it was not nearly as popular. But it's a really, hmm. really good song. Um, yeah, anyway, so I, I, just, I wanted to throw that out there. Uh, and then, oh, we were talking about uh, the title to like uh, two episodes ago now. Is it episode 15? Because you're listening yes. to episode 17 of Here's My Question for You. Uh, yeah. And, I, you know, I mentioned the, the line, you know, I've got more hits than Sadaharu O. Oh, and then I mentioned that they kind of reused that line again. <laughs> you know, I've got mad hits like like I was Rod Carew. And I wasn't I said I think I said I thought that might have come out of uh, intergalactic planetary. And uh, I was very wrong. That's from Sure Shot. Yeah, I, is, I, uh, I saw the comments on that. Someone was saying, yeah, I think somebody commented on the uh, on the video saying, oh, it's from yeah. Sure Shot. What are you stupid? It's from Sure Shot. They didn't say that at all. They were not. They were nice about it. Um and then, uh, I mean, that's kind of it, except that I just have like, uh, oh, 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 yeah, no, hold on. Uh, we were talking about the 90s sort of one-hit wonders and flashes in the pan. Yeah. Um, I just, I ended up, I got my little newsman uh, notebook here. Um, I wrote down a bunch more, but before we get to those, I got to say, you had thrown out the name uh, Puddle of Mud. 
And yes. and when you did, I kind of I remember kind of like recoiling and going like, oh no, you know, like yeah. <laughs> and because yeah. uh, they had multiple songs that ended up on the radio, but their most famous song was this song called "Blurry," that yes. got played to death. And uh, I just remember, you know, I was going to college at the time. You know, I'd already moved up here, and I was I was living with my roommate, who was also a friend of mine. And, you know, he was really, he got me into a lot of bands I didn't know about. Like, he was really into music. He had been in a band back in our hometown. And so he was a more, you know, more of a, a you know, private music critic than I was. And, like, any time that song would come on the radio, he would kind of make fun of it. Because a lot of the lyrics really are pretty stupid. Yeah. But uh, for some reason, after, like, the same day after we finished the show, I went and listened to the song. And I have to give credit where credit is due. And say that the guitar, uh, the clean guitar in in that song in the intro, well, like, it's, like it's in the, the intro, and then it goes through the verses, you know, and then when the right. chorus comes, you get you know the Pat Finnerty scumbag tone power chords, yeah. But the whole rest yeah. of the song has like this. I don't know. It sounds like it's finger picked, but with like a lot of harmonics. I have to mm-hmm. say that sounds really really cool. It does. So I'll give it them does. credit you know, for that. It, it's it's just too bad that the rest of the song is attached to it. It is, and you know, I that got me a little bit curious, and so I looked up Puddle of Mud's. I don't, I don't know anything about Puddle of Mud, mm-hmm. but I ended up reading their Wikipedia article, and I, I thought this was kind of funny. So, like, you know, this guy, the the lead singer and guitarist, I guess, for Puddle of Mud is this guy named like Wes Scanlon or something, mm-hmm. and uh, somehow he got like a demo tape because like this band Puddle of Mud had been around for like years, and somehow yeah. he gets a demo tape to uh, who else? Fred Durst. And uh, right. who, as yeah, I said yeah. last time, I, I just wish he'd just never been born. Like, I don't wish that he would die because that's mean. <laughs> but if he had just never been born, I don't think that's a mean thing to say. Uh, so he gets him the demo tape. And because I guess Fred Durst had like a, a record label because, you know, mm-hmm. who doesn't? Um, <clears throat> and Fred Durst told him that he needed to fire his entire band. And so so he just did <laughs> so it. So we did. He did. And that's, I guess, the the that's where the the lyrics from the song come from. Is that he was like by himself in a hotel room in L.A. because now he's in Los Angeles and doesn't know anybody because he fired his whole band and sent them home. That sucks, man. Can you imagine that? I mean, I, like being like, I gotta fire all of you guys, you know? And it's like they probably weren't hired. Like they're probably all friends. Right, right. It's like, hey, I have a chance to make it big. But you guys can't come with. Yeah, me. you guys got to so go. get out of here. Yeah, that's that's. Pretty I mean, that makes them like a like a bigger piece of shit than like right. normal. I right. Think. That's why I wanted to throw that out there. You know, it's like if I'm going to say like, oh, that guitar line in that song is really good, but here's why we should not afford. Any I mean, sympathy. but he probably didn't even write that. Like, it was probably somebody else. Well, maybe I don't know. I think he says he wrote it, but well, what else is he going to say? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, and first- then. Uh, so wrapping up about that, I just wrote down a bunch more bands. I just want to—I th- want to throw them out because I want to yeah, see which ones you remember. I mean, that's all. Y- and, and again, I did not look any of this up. This is just like I had more time to think about it, and I just started writing stuff down. Uh, do you remember Semisonic? Semisonic? Yeah. Semi-sonic? Well, that's, that's closing time. I mean, yeah. I hear closing time like all the time on the on the radio. Still, like they are making like it's a good song. It is mm-hmm. a good song, and that guy looks kind of like James Vanderbeek. That's what I always um, thought. I, I would see the, I would see the, 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 the video on MTV and like, oh, I didn't know James Vanderbeek was. That, band. Isn't the whole video like one like long shot? I think it might be kind of like uh, uh, Bittersweet Symphony was the same thing. It was one long shot of, of yeah. the the singer walking down the street. And I'm not saying it, my recollection is it feels like 
closing time was one shot as well, I think. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, song. you know, they wrote that song and that was like, you know, they, they probably knew at the time, like we're going to, this is going to hit big and, and like every bar is going to play this at the end of the night for like till the end of eternity. It's too bad they don't get, they probably don't get paid for that though. You know, probably like not for that, but I mean, it. like it's still like I still hear it on the radio, and you know, like I don't listen to the radio a ton. Yeah. But a lot of times, you know, I listen to podcasts in the car. But you know, when my kids are in the car, I'll just put on one hundred three point five, and you know, like that's pretty. The, the kids like that, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, like I hear it at least probably once a week that way. Wow. All right. I mean, I don't. They don't play it on the stations that I listen to, I guess, but. Mm-hmm. If if they did, I'd be like, oh, that's. I would be glad to hear it. I'm saying it's got you know, that great like, like piano in it. Visited from an old friend, you know. Yeah. Uh, this next one, they had a couple hits. Remember, you remember Everclear? Like some of these, I remember because oh my like, God. like I wouldn't consider them a one hit wonder. I mean, I, but remember, I, I said it was one hit wonders or bands that I felt like were just popular for that short span of a few years. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, I, I I've seen I saw Everclear. Live. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, and that, that's another example. I think uh, after they did like uh, two like albums, like back to back, they were maybe supposed to be like it was like Songs from American Movie Volume One and Volume Two. All and right. I think after that happened, like the entire band quit, except for our Alex Zakas, who was like the 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 main guy. Yeah, who was like had a had kind of a he had a pretty tough upbringing. So it, Sounds you know, like but, it from the lyrics of some of his songs, yeah. But you should you should listen to the entire album of uh, So Much for the Afterglow. It's a really, really good album. All right. You'll have to remind me. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I want people to wait while I write that down. But and, I mean, that's that one out. of the ones that people think of, you know, because I think that people, like, I don't know if they think of So Much for the Afterglow, but the one before that is one with, like, Father of Mine and Santa yeah. Monica on it, which yeah, are the Santa ones that people, like, generally know. But yeah, their follow-up to that is, I think, is a much better album. That was one of the early guitar riffs I learned was the Santa Monica. Bum, bump, bum, uh, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, yeah. I've been living with your ghost. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I, I don't know why I'm singing today. Like, I'm oh, not, right. not a singer, but I'm just. Oh, that's, you can sing anytime you want on this show. Um, it's just like, you know, I used to learn, like, when I was learning guitar, I would learn a lot of those. Like, you just hear mm-hmm. a riff on the radio, like, ah, oh, that sounds cool, and you'd learn it. Yeah, you know, and then I'd be like it, you know, and I was going. This is when I was going to like community college, which we always called high school with ashtrays, and um, <laughs> you know, I'd just be sitting outside between classes playing with my guitar. Yeah, you know, people are like, oh man, that song's <laughs> cool. Um, well, I, I put this one in here. This is kind of mean, but I put Sponge in here just because. I mean, what did Sponge do besides that one album with the candy corn on it? But that really is a very, very good album. Yes. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because uh, I I recently watched Rotting Pinata. By the way, is the name of the album. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is weird because pinatas are full of candy, so they're not really going to rot. Like if you had fresh fruit inside of a candy, then you're asking for it. But yeah, but maybe that's I don't I don't know. Like they thought it was funny. They were probably high and they thought it was sounded like how dare you? Like a, like a good a good <laughs> like a good idea. Uh, you know, it's funny because I don't know, a couple months ago I watched uh, the movie Empire Records, which I hadn't seen in in. 25 years and that that's has got, uh it's got Liv tyler right and then that guy yeah. from the the guy that was the mac in the commercials justin something or other um i don't know 
The, no, wasn't he? There was I, the, am I confusing with something else, or was that? Or no, 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 that was. I'm confusing with Garden State. I'm sorry, Garden State was Natalie oh, okay, Portman, yeah, yeah. and then the guy. I, I love Garden State. Like a lot of people, like I think the opinion has has uh, gone south on Garden State. But I saw that movie at exactly the right time in my life for it to, you know, have have a greater meaning to me. Yeah. Um, but I, back to Empire Records, like I was just, I put it on. I hadn't seen it. I was like working on something else. I'll I'll do that a lot. I'll just put movies on when I or shows on when I'm working sure. on something. And uh that movie is has has plowed in it. And I was like, wow. Oh, that's I cool. Don't remember that being in this at all. Yeah. Uh all right. I don't want to drag this out too much. I'm gonna skip a couple. But I just this one I wanted to mention, just I have like just memories of these last two. Uh mm-hmm. so one of them was Lit. You remember Lit? I oh, think yeah, Lit yeah. had a song My in the American Pie. Yeah, they had the two songs I remember is my own worst enemy, and they had like this song like Ziploc bag or something. I don't Ziploc or Ziploc yeah. bag. Um, I just remember that one's funny. So going back to my roommate in college, um, he had this friend Wes, and I mean Wes was cool. But Wes went to uh, UC Berkeley, and you know we were at UC Davis, which is like forty five minutes away. So like, you know, sometimes we would get in the car and we would go visit Wes in Berkeley. So, I mean, he, he was cool. He ended up majoring in, like, nuclear physics, and now he has, like, a Ph.D. and does stuff I couldn't even begin to understand. But I just remember, like, him coming over one time to our apartment, and uh, he was on my computer for some reason looking at, like, my folder full of, like, MP3s, you know? Because this mm-hmm. is, like, it's like three, four years after Napster was big. But, I mean, after Napster went under, he had all these other, you know, Kazaa and iMesh and LimeWire. Uh, LimeWire, yes. And so, you know, anybody our age, I think, that had a computer had, like, a big library of MP3 files. But, uh, you know, for people that don't remember or didn't have Napster, like, Napster worked a little bit differently than the other uh, file-sharing programs in that, like, you would go download a song and you would be downloading it from a specific person, right? The mesh in iMesh was specifically because you know it would it was almost like a torrent type of thing where you could be right. downloading from multiple people but Napster you were downloading it from like one person and when you would type into the search thing oh I'm looking for you know dark side of the moon or whatever it would give you this list and it would be like all the same song and you would mm-hmm. see the person's connection speed and so if you found somebody with a good connection you could click on them and you could go through their MP3 collection and download whatever you wanted. And, you know, you'd know that it would download fairly quickly. And so I, I used to get a lot of, you know, you'd go look for one thing and then you'd end up downloading 30 more things. Right. Just because you were in that guy's, you know, hard drive or whatever. And and so I just remember Wes looking at my MP3s and then like, I, I you know, it'd be one thing if you're looking through somebody's record collection, you know, and they have like a Nickelback record and you're like, what do you have this for? Right. Like, okay, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's a whole separate conversation. I'm not saying I'm a Nickelback fan. I don't really 100% understand all the hate that band gets, but you know, I can think of plenty of other bands that are worse. But, uh, but when we're talking about like MP3s that you downloaded for free, it's like you know, if someone says, "Well, why do you have this?" It's like, uh, because it was free and it was already on somebody's hard drive that <laughs> yeah. I was, and it's catchy. Because I remember he said that because he, he saw I had Ziploc bag by Lit. Who do you have that okay. for? You know, he's just being a snob. Yeah, but that's the or, first I mean, thing like, I think of when I think of lit. When I think back to that time and just getting so many songs, like I, I didn't really get, I didn't really use Napster. I got, I got to admit, like I didn't use. 
Well, you're like, much younger than I am. So, I mean, when Napster was around, you were like in junior high, right? What? I'm joking. No. You are younger than <laughs> me, though, just for the record. Yeah, but yeah. just not by much. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I was actually, I downloaded a lot of my stuff from like FTP sites. Yeah. I don't know like how I got this stuff. I just found it like on on message boards or something like that and, you know, FTP sites and using bulletproof FTP and I would download entire albums that way. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, there was, there was a period of time where it was mainly video game soundtracks that I was downloading. But, hmm. and by the time, you know, like when Napster and LimeWire, I was already in college and, you know, like you could get a lot of that stuff like off the network already. You know, like you could just, because everyone's computers were networked. And people right. were uh, people you know, would have like shared shared drives or whatever on the network. Yeah, yeah. So that's how I ended up getting like a lot of that stuff. <clears throat> and then, you know, like I I don't know, like I used used uh, LimeWire for like various things here and there, but it was I was never like a heavy user of it. Yeah. Uh, can I just say real quick though? You can say you anything know, you want. Man. That <laughs> that when I saw Everclear. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Were they opening for someone or? Yeah. 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 Okay. Nickelback. <laughs> Did you go like I'm going to go see Nickelback? I, I went was to that see Everclear. Decision you made, or and then we okay. left when Nickelback. You didn't played. stay for Nickelback. No. Uh, I mean, they, had they, that were, song they were they were playing. I, you know, they were playing at University of Buffalo. All right. So, I mean, I probably stayed for a, you know for a couple of songs. I'm like, I don't really. Yeah. It doesn't really do anything, and yeah. that's like that was when they're, um, you know, they. Chad Kroger had that song in Spider-Man, so it was like a big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not, uh, you understand, I'm not saying, I'm not like a Nickelback fan. Like, I just, yeah. I, what I, is, I just feel like they get singled out. It's like, oh my God, they suck so bad. It's yeah, like, I mean, dude, I, like, there's so many other bands that also suck. Like, Have you seen anybody, like, in concert that you're like, where you can kind of, like, laugh about it, though? Because I'll tell you, like, that was, that was bad, but... uh you know, when I, was, when I was done with college, I was, like, dating this girl, and she's like, oh, man, I, I got these tickets to see go, to go see Three Doors Down. You want to go with? Yeah. And I I, I went, and I was like, I, so I can say that I unfortunately have seen oh. Three my, Doors Down. My and, wife really liked that album. Yeah, the one with so, Kryptonite on it? Or yeah, like, I think like if, one, she, if she watched that Pat Finnerty episode where, where he's trashing Kryptonite, I don't mm-hmm. think she'd appreciate that. You know, I <laughs> when that song was like big, mm-hmm. uh, I was I worked that worked for the summer at Walmart, huh? And back then they had like a like kiosk that you could like scan CDs and it would play like or CDs. It, you could scan CDs, yes, and it would play like like a sample. part of a song or like a uh, yeah a sample, like usually like what's on a music video, and that was one of them that would play on there. And there's there's one part of that song that I know, like the entire words, like this, like snippet of thirty seconds of that song. Because were you you were just like scanning the CD over and over and over again? No, you're ever, like, other people were, and it, when, when nobody's oh, scanning it, anything, this was not like, like headphones. Like you could hear it every time somebody. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and when nobody's scanning anything, it just goes through the stuff. Yeah. Just like randomly oh, that's plays awful. it. So An I, entire I, summer. I have something kind of similar to that, just because when I worked at Radio Shack. Um, I worked at Radio Shack in like the summer and fall of 1995. So mm-hmm. um, by that time, Radio Shack had stopped selling like their own computers, like Tandy 1000s and stuff. And we had this IBM Aptiva 
That was like the only computer oh, yeah. in the store because nobody goes to Radio Shack by that time anymore to buy computers, right? Yeah. So we had this IBM Aptiva that was had its own little display right near the front, and it was running like Windows ninety five, and you know had a CD ROM drive, and it's like, oh, it's a multimedia PC, and so mm-hmm. it had uh, it had just this demo that it just ran on a loop, right? But it was an audio visual demo, and uh, it had that better than Ezra song. Uh, well, like their only song, really, you know, it was good living with you, would, you know, you know, Beth um, and is like one of my wife's favorite bands. Yeah. She's like, she talks about going to see him in concert and she was like in the very front and she talks about, we'll have to, when she's, whenever she's on here, she'll have to, yeah. have to talk about it because. <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I don't have an issue with better than Ezra, but I'm saying I've, mm-hmm. I've gotten my lifetime's fill of that. Cause it, it was just song. like it was like ten that's, seconds that's of the song. Got a good baseline in that song. It was over and over again. You know that was if I'm if I'm not mistaken that was was that the first song? I think that was the first joke that Norm Macdonald ever told on Weekend Update. <laughs> I think I want to say it was about that baseline. No, about that song. Oh, you know, it was either that or it was the first joke of like the the new the new season of the show or something. You know, he was on Weekend mm-hmm. Update and he was talking about like the college radio charts. And yeah, he's like you know coming in at number one on the college radio charts, better than Ezra. At number two, Ezra. <laughs> it, it writes itself. Yeah, I always think you always hear jokes like that, and it's so obvious. But it's like you have to have. It's like reading Far Side cartoons. It's like some of those things are such obvious observations, but none of us make those observations, and that's why you need because people, it's so like, obvious. People that you like just go right up. I guess I don't know. Uh, oh, and then so the last one I have on here, and this is—I mean, this is just a funny memory. Like, and before I even say this, I just want to make it clear: I love my mom very much. But uh, whenever I hear this song, it always reminds me of my mom, and not really in a good way. So you remember the band Local H? Oh yeah, I, I you know local H they had that song uh, bound, for bound the floor. to the floor. Great guitar riff in that too. Right. See, I liked that guitar riff because it was like you had to play. I don't know if Local H didn't have a bass player or something because sometimes you'd mm-hmm. see bands that would do stuff like this where like yeah, you're basically playing the guitar part and the bass part at once. You know, because like you're yeah. you're playing the same high strings and you, but you're moving your fingers around like the the E mm-hmm. and the A string, like you know, do 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 do, you know. Yeah. And so I was playing that, uh, like I had my guitar set up out in the living room. It was a it was an electric guitar, you know. I was playing that in the mm-hmm. living room, but you know, at a reasonable volume. And and my mom comes <clears> out there just to tell me, like she's like that. That's literally the worst <laughs> sound, you know. That's the worst you've ever sounded. And you're like, mom, you just don't get it. You keep it. No, but just like that's how my like my mom. You know, that's <laughs> that was a very you know my mom thing to say. You know, mm-hmm. like I I would go see my you know my because I we live with my grandma. You know, and like I'd go I'd go sit in my grandma's room and talk to her sometimes. You know, and and you know she would say things like, wow, you know I can hear you playing the guitar. You know, down the hall I can really tell that you know you're getting better. You know, you, you sound good. You know, but yeah. my mom would never say that. But I could be playing bound for the floor and she'll be sure to let me know how awful it sounds but <laughs> that's you know it's funny because uh i i hung out with members of local h like maybe i want to say like five years ago really there was a short period of time where my my cousin 
was uh, dating the main guy. The, the, the I don't want to say lead singer, but he's like like in in the band Helmet, like kind of like a hardcore band. I mean, you're familiar. Have you heard of Helmet? Oh yeah, I got a quick Helmet story after you're, when you're done with this. Well, uh, they were playing here in Newport, and my cousin knows that I live here, and and my brother was actually like in town. And uh, it's like, oh, you know, he's, uh, I can't remember what his name is. It's like, it's silly. Like, I mean, I should know what it is. The helmet uh, guy. But the, 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 yeah. Okay. And uh, they said, you know, do you want me to put you on the guest list? You can go see, because they're playing with local H and filter. Filter? And I'm like, of, yeah. And it's like, literally, it Shouldn't was like. Shouldn't filter be like the headliner? We, could, we, we walked there. Like, it was like, what's, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was, filter I mean, was like no the, the headlining band. Oh, were they headlining the show? Yeah. Okay, good. I, sorry, you made it sound like they were like the opening act or something. So they play at this place here in Newport called, I think it's called Thompson House. It's it's, it's this gigantic house, uh, obviously. And the thing is, is, it looks like kind of like a mansion on the outside, but you go inside and the whole thing is like hollowed out and it's like a concert hall inside of it. It's kind of awesome. Like it's been around for a long time. Uh, so we went there. You know, we watched Helmet and Local H, and uh, my cousin was like, oh, you know, like, I let them know that you guys are there. You guys should just go and, you know, like, you know, we go to talk to security, and they'll let you go and hang it. You can hang out on the bus with them for a while. So yeah. we did, and, like, we, we watched, like, half a filter set, and then we went uh, and hung out with with Helmet and and, and local, <laughs> local H. Yeah. And uh, the whole time they were just like, talking about how like insufferable like uh i can't think of what his name is like robert patrick's brother the, the lead singer in, in filter oh oh it's, robert patrick is the guy who was like the t1000 in terminator 2 wait that's his also, brother yeah they're i didn't know that yeah i can't think of what his name like his, his first name is but their yeah. last last name used to patrick. be in used to be in like nine inch nails like their touring touring band yeah i think so yeah yeah, yeah. so uh and they just like talked about like how like he's they like have not enjoyed this tour at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because um I guess he was like a dick like the whole time and it's like a prima donna and everything. Well, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. And it's yeah. like I mean, honestly, like filter hasn't been relevant in in years and years and years, you know. Yeah. Although, but, you know, you take know, my picture is a great song. It is a great song. Very good song. Only ways the wrong way, good song. I don't, I don't know that one. I mean, if I heard it, I might know it. Oh, it but, was in a Hummer commercial. But, I mean, it's a good <laughs> song, but I don't I don't know if I ever heard it on the radio. It was in a Hummer commercial. It's on uh, uh, that mix CD I was talking about last week in my car. I have uh, The Only Way is the Wrong Way on there. I think I might have to take my picture also on there. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that is a great song. I think we stayed for that song and then left. Wow. And then hung out with the yeah. band. And, like, everyone out, they were good. They were awesome. Like, that's cool. All right. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell the helmet story. That's somebody else's oh, story I, to tell. That I'm that uh, he wants to be on the show, and so like I kind of want to wait and let him tell uh, the story. So okay. Um, oh man. So can you just throw out those other bands that you were skipping, just so I can hear who you had down there? Oh, I think the no, no, I don't want to. Um, because I don't, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. Uh, but oh man, you made, you had me thinking. There's something else I want to talk about. Oh yes. So I found this out uh, just the other day. Um, I'm sure you don't know. I shouldn't say that. Maybe maybe you're cooler than I think you are, but I doubt it. Uh, 
don't know if you've heard of the band Minutemen. Uh, I, I, I've heard of them, yes. Okay, so Minutemen, well, I'm not going to go. Minutemen are awesome. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of my all-time favorite albums is a Minutemen album. But, uh, uh, you know, they, their their careers got cut short because the lead singer, well, there's only they're only a three-piece band, but the, the lead singer uh, died like in a freak freak van accident like they were mm. he was sleeping in the back of a van and it crashed and he got thrown out of the van and killed Ugh. um but uh i don't know how this even came up but i was at the record store the other day and there's this there's this young lady that works at the record store and um i think she overheard you know i think for some reason the the assistant manager was talking to me about Minutemen, and she she mentioned that she was reading a book that had at least a chapter talking about them and the tour that they went on with REM. And I was like, yeah, that was the, that was their very last tour. Like they, like he died right after that tour. That was their last tour was opening mm-hmm. for REM. And she was saying in the book that it was talking about how like the guys from REM were like complete dicks to Minutemen. Like, like they, they, they would throw food at them while they were on stage. They had like the stage taped off. <clears throat> Where like you're only allowed to be on this side of the tape, so like you can't be anywhere near like our stuff. And like I, it made me upset to hear that just because like I know REM's cool and everything, but like you know Minutemen, like don't. Yeah, I'd rather listen. Well, I shouldn't say that to you, but I'd rather listen to a Minutemen album than an REM. I album, I get it. Personally. I get it. Like, it's, 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 like, it's always disappointing when you hear the people that you think are. I mean, I wonder if they and especially this this would have been in like 1984. So it's not like REM were like with like giants at all. Exactly. So it's like I don't know. That that was very disappointing uh, to hear that. It makes you wonder if I would. I I wonder if they remember that and they're like, man, that was like such a horrible way to act. You know, I wonder if if maybe famous people remember horrible like how they treated somebody and. I'm I mean, sure some maybe of them, they go. Maybe some what? of them must, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a little Dang. quick, uh, quick end note to that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the show Jackass, you know, Jackass. Yeah. The theme song to Jackass, quote unquote theme song, is a <laughs> is a. Well, I'm saying that because it's not. It's a Minutemen song. Um, okay. That's on. But it's I really just like a there. guitar riff. I. Or are you talking about well, like the, they like the took, full song? Well, they and... took the intro to the song, which is just a guitar riff, you're correct. Right. And made that the theme song to Jackass. But I see. It's a whole it's a whole song called it's called if anybody wants to look it up, it's called Corona. And it's about oh, okay. it's about the beer. So just look up uh, Corona by <laughs> Minutemen. But uh anyway, you know, um because the singer had, had passed away, uh D Boone had passed away way before that. Uh, the other two surviving members of the band, they took uh, all the money that they made in royalties from Jackass using Corona. They took all that money and, and just gave it to D Boone's family. So that's oh, the wow. kind of people that Minutemen are. And then I just told you the kind of people that REM are. So, <laughs> or they were at were, one point yeah. in their lives. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. That's all I had to say about that. But. Uh, can we briefly talk about football? Absolutely. Okay, because you know we didn't we didn't get to record uh, uh, at whenever we needed to record, I guess, to talk about. Um, I don't. I'm, I'm not going to go through and like replay what happened uh, two weeks ago. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I know that you know Cincy <clears throat> is like your backup team. Do you think that's yeah. is that a fair statement? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, they're your backup team, and of course, the 49ers are my my only team really. And uh, you know, they they both got bounced out of the playoffs, you know, on the same mm-hmm. day. And um, right. You know, I was really looking forward to the NFC Championship game because that really should have been like a, you know, Clash of the Titans kind of, you know, like, you know, Niners versus Giants in the 1990 NFC Championship game kind of battle that I was looking forward to. You know, and then, of course, uh, the Niners uh, Cinderella story quarterback gets knocked out of the game in like I think it was the Niners first drive. And, you know, he was. You know, he was playing exceptionally well. Like, I mean, you couldn't ask anything more out of that kid, you know, when he took over. But he was the third string quarterback. And so, you know, they didn't really have, you know, his backup was like the guy they signed off the practice squad, you know. So, like, Mm -hmm. and I think there was just there really weren't any quarterbacks on the, you know, free agent, you know, waiver wire or whatever that were worth picking up. And so I think the Niners just kind of knew if something happens to this kid that the season's over, right? Right. And so he gets knocked out of the game, and then that's just, that's it. Like, the Niners could no longer field a competitive offense. And so it was, you know, I've been watching the Niners my whole life, and I've seen a lot of tough losses in the playoffs, but it's like, you know, it was a fair fight, and somebody has to lose, right? You know, and so it's like, well, you know, and this, like, I've never shut off a, a 49ers playoff game before, but... Like I turned the NFC Championship game off, not because I was like angry, just because it was, it was heartbreaking to watch. Because yeah, really, it's them, like, by the way, what's that? Who beat them? The Eagles, the 49ers. the Eagles. Okay. And it, I mean, they they if, scoreboard wise, they just stomped their guts out because like the, yeah, the the offense couldn't stay on the field, right? So the the defense yeah. was just constantly gassed, and so as the game went on, the the Niners defense got softer and softer because they were just tired. You know, and yeah. I think I think every player on the team knew that the game was over. Yeah. You know, like, like we have no quarterback, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I mean, it is what it is like that. That happens. You know, I think the Niners season was awesome to watch. So I was happy, you know, with with all of that. And, you know, yeah, unfortunately, the Cinderella story had to come to an end. Um, But, you know, and I had kind of decided, you know, during the game. You know, and I think I even told people before that, like people I talk to at work or whatever they're into football, I'll say, I said, like, if if the Eagle, you know, if the Niners win, obviously I'm rooting for the Niners in the Super Bowl. If mm-hmm. the if it's but if it goes down to the Chiefs <clears throat> versus the Eagles, I'm rooting for the Eagles. Okay. Yeah. Because I the mean, Chiefs the yeah. Chiefs beat the Niners in the Super Bowl like uh, four years ago. Okay. I think it was four years ago. And so like I you know, I have no I have nothing against the Chiefs, so I'm not gonna root for a team that that, you know, yeah, when it's basically a lot of the same people. You know, I, I can't root for you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the game, the game was over, and then you know, I'm pretty active on like the 49ers subreddit. You know, yeah. On, well, not I mean, I read a, I go there a lot. It's one of my subscribed, you know, subreddits. And there were so many Eagles fans coming in there and trolling that Ugh. they had to like shut the sub down for a few hours because you just had all these trash fans coming in there, yeah, acting like their team had done something. Right. Like Mm -hmm. you basically got handed a free pass to the Super Bowl. (coughs) See, mute button. I know you're going to have to trim that. I'm not. (coughs) I'm not trimming anything. 
That's more okay. work than we put into this. It's fine. <laughs> Everybody understands you're getting over being sick. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the Eagles got a free pass to Super Bowl, not by any, not by anything they did. It's not like the the play that that knocked Purdy out was dirty. It wasn't. It's just like yeah. it happens, and it happened. And once yeah. it happened, the Eagles got a free pass to the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it yeah. happens. And so when these fans come into the sub and start just just, it's like your team just got is going to the Super Bowl, and your first thought is, oh, I'm going to go into the opposing team's subreddit and and rub their noses in it when when yeah. it's not like you know if if the Niners had stayed healthy and and they just got their gut stomped out by the Eagles then I guess I could see where somebody might be tempted to do something like that like oh this was supposed to be like the the clash of the ages and your team just totally <laughs> choked like okay fine but that does not what happened you know right and so as soon as that happened pretty much everybody in the subreddit was just like oh well we're we're all rooting for the Chiefs now because like I, not even because of the Eagles team, just because because of the Eagles fans, you know. Yeah. And uh, and you know so so that's what we did. But then um, you know the other game that day, you know the the Bengals and the Chiefs. Yeah. Had and, you know, ended very controversially. Right. Had some pretty questionable officiating there at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, I you know I remember the play that the Chiefs ran where it was a third down they didn't make it. And then, yeah. and then the re- the the officiant the, the official came in and was like, "Oh, uh, we we were trying to stop the play because there was something wrong with the clock, right?" And so basically, the Chiefs got like a do over. <laughs> but uh, but I also remember later, I think it was later in the game that there was a, sort of a call, like a ticky tack call, that mm-hmm. that went uh, the Chiefs' way that basically handed them the game, right? I, I just I don't right. remember what the call was, but I because I, I I just remember thinking to myself. You can't call that in that situation, right? Like, yeah, you have to be able to situationally officiate a little bit and be like, dude, yeah. like that—that's going to determine the outcome of the game. You know, I, I, you can't call that unless it's like super blatant. And uh, I mean, um, I missed all that because I the, the game, yeah, I think started were, before like during the live. Yeah, stream. you were streaming, yeah, so you missed it. Which you should just be glad you missed it because you might have not. You might not have been happy, but you know, I watched it and I just thought, like, gee, you know, it's just a, it's like a recurring thing. I feel like in the last few years, where like these officials, you know, the day after the game, we're talking about the officials instead of talking about yeah these two great teams playing each other, and because uh, I remember that happened uh, was the the year before last, the the Giants played the Dodgers in uh, the you know baseball playoffs, and that's like. Giants versus Dodgers is the oldest rivalry in North American sports, right? It's like a if you're a, a Giants fan or a Dodgers fan, it's like Yankees versus Red Sox kind of stuff, you know? Right. And but because we're in the same division, you, you don't see each other in the playoffs really, right? And so for us to play in the playoffs against each other, it was a big deal for all the fans, right? And it and it was the divisional round, so it was a five game series. It went to five games. And then, you know, the the Giants were down by a run or two. It's the bottom of the ninth, two outs. Uh, I think it was Wilmer Flores up to bat. I don't remember. It doesn't really matter. Uh, he's got like two strikes against him. And then the pitch comes. He checks his swing. And the first base umpire says, oh, nope, that was a strike. You're out. Game game over. <laughs> and it was a real, I mean, it was really on the line. Did he swing? Did he not swing? It was real close. Yeah. But bro, it's game five. It's the bottom of the ninth. It's two outs. It's two strikes. Let it go. Like, yeah, let the teams play. 
you know? Exactly. And because the day after, it's all we were talking about was, oh, how could that first base umpire call that in that situation? And it's like, you, we shouldn't be talking about you, bro. Like, we should be talking about, oh, man, the Dodgers really, you know, they, they got it done. They beat the Giants. You know, what a great series that was. Yeah. And so, like, it was the same thing after that NFC or the AFC, rather, championship game. Like, we're talking about, you know, oh, how could those officials have called, made those calls in that game? And then I saw, like, I don't really watch his show, but there's that guy, Pat McAfee, who has, like, a, you know, it's a podcast. And you, it's like, I think it's like the most popular football podcast out there. I mean, he, okay. Pat McAfee was the punter for the, for the Colts, you know, which normally a punter would. They, they fade into obscurity fairly easily, yeah. but, you know, Pat McAfee's got the kind of personality where he absolutely should be on TV or something. <laughs> so he started this podcast, and it's very popular. And, you know, he did this whole show talking about, or at least the whole segment of the show, talking about how, how much more common the narrative is becoming online of these games being rigged, right? Yeah. And yeah. how, like, yes, that's it's... The games are not rigged. I'm, I don't think the games are rigged. I don't think anybody who can think reasonably. But they try to like it's it's maybe the games being nudged are... in one way or another. No, no, no. He's saying he's saying he doesn't think that's the case. But oh, okay. the thing is, is like you're you're giving people fodder to think that. Right. Yeah. Oh, the like, NFL like go has this narrative like... that they want, and so like they tell yeah. the officials like, hey, if you can like do this or do that, you should. And like again, I don't think that's true, but it's just like. You know, he basically blames it on incompetent officiating, which is 100% what I think it is. But mm-hmm. it's you're not doing yourself any favors because you're just you're feeding this whole conspiracy theory online. Yeah. That the games are rigged, right? So then yeah. we flash forward to yesterday. Yesterday, not yesterday, sorry. Day before yesterday was mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Now, I had decided I just didn't watch the Super Bowl. Like for the first time that I can remember, Mm-hmm. I just said, I'm just not going to watch it. Like, I don't, I'm not watching because I'm rooting for anybody. I'm at this point, I'm watching because I want to see the Eagles lose be, you know, yeah. because of what I already said, you know, because yeah. I, I don't want their trash fans to have the satisfaction of getting a Super Bowl right. victory. By the way, speaking of trash Philadelphia fans, uh, there's a, a video going around on the internet of them flipping a car over before the game. Like, we're going to get this done now. And yeah. then, you know, it's Philadelphia. They're going to riot whether they, whether if they're, it's going to be a <laughs> happy riot or, or it's going to be a be. rage riot. After the game, yeah. there's going to be a riot. But they flipped the car over before the game started. Like, I, I don't know, man. Anyway, um, really quick, I do, I do want to, like, I, I wanted, I didn't know any of this about. All right. Yeah. You got, Eagles, some, you got some thoughts. But I only, I only wanted ahead. them to win because. Uh, their head coach is from my hometown of Jamestown. Nick Sirianni. Yes. That's cool. I just like it's just kind of a cool thing, you know, it's like his isn't his second year or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, he's he's But yeah, he's, he's he's from the same town I grew up in. Which is yeah, kind of cool. like you know, it's kind of a cool Yeah. you know. Well, my neighbor's the same way. Is. Like my neighbor was rooting for the Eagles cuz uh the quarterback Jalen Hurts went to the same college he went to. Cuz Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, when you don't care about either team, you got to find something to hang your hat on <laughs> yes. and say, well, like this guy or that guy. Like, I didn't even think about the fact that, you know, Andy Reid is the coach of the Chiefs. He got mm-hmm. fired by the Eagles because he couldn't help them win a Super Bowl. And so now he's playing his old team in this. I, that didn't yeah. even occur. My mom was the one that she texted me. She's like, yeah, I want Andy Reid to win because of the Eagles and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, I didn't even think <laughs> about that. Um, so I didn't watch the game. 
And like we just went out, you know, we had a nice Sunday. And but then, you know, my my mom starts texting me, you know, towards the end of the game. And I'm like, oh, this must be a, a good. I'm like, I'm, I told her, I said, I'm not watching the game. What's going on? And she kind of got me caught up. And there's only like two or three minutes left in the game. Yeah. And so like I throw it on and I, I turn it on. The game's tied 35-35. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I just said it on uh, during the stream in the background. I was like, yeah, I I, yeah. I thought it, it early on, it seemed like the Eagles were going to handily win. But then it was like, yeah, it was, it's, a high, it's a high scoring game. It was. Yeah. Like literally the only play I had seen of the Super Bowl up until I turned it on with three minutes left. Is I I was like two towns over, uh, you know. My <laughs> wife and I went out to a brewery, and then on the way home, we had to stop in that little town to go to the hardware store. And I go yeah. in the hardware store, and they've got the, they've got a TV on with the game, yeah. and all the employees are just watching the game because you know <laughs> they had the unfortunate you know situation of having to work during the Super Bowl. And I just happened to glance up at the screen, I'm like oh Super Bowls, and I glance up, and Jalen Hurts is throwing like a fifty yard bomb for a touchdown. <laughs> and I was just like, ugh, you know, and so I just paid for my stuff and left. So anyway, so I turned this game on with with like, you know, two, three minutes left. And I mean, everybody knows what happened. But, you know, the Chiefs are marching down the field, you know, to try to, you know, take make the go ahead score. Right. They're on mm-hmm. like the Eagles, like 15 yard line, uh, you know, first down, second down, third down. Uh, Mahomes drops back, uh, passes the ball. I believe it was to Juju Smith Schuster. Ball goes over his head, uh, incomplete, right? That was third yeah. down, incomplete pass, right? Yeah. Here comes fourth down. There's like a minute 45, minute 50 left on the clock. Chiefs are going to have to kick a field goal and then give the ball back to Jalen Hurts with just under yeah. two minutes left, right? Oh, yeah. We're going to get the Super Bowl ending that you you always wish that you could see, right? Yeah. Wrong, because uh, uh, one of the back judges throws a flag. Says, oh, that was defensive holding, five-yard penalty, automatic first down, and the Eagles only had eight, maybe like eight like, seconds or something like that. Well, because the Eagles had like one timeout left or something. So like, yeah, calling that and giving them a new set of downs meant that the Chiefs can run the clock down. Yes, and then exactly. kick a last-second field goal. So like, and you look at the play. Like, was it holding? Yeah, he tugged his jersey. Technically, yeah. by the book, yeah, that's holding. But like, let's Should make it, it be holding. We can make it more exciting. No. It's not even about making it more. It's like you know, I used to be a, a, a rabid NHL fan, mm-hmm. and one hundred percent, the NHL refs like will situationally not call penalties. Right? If it's like, if it's the playoffs, and if it's like towards the end of the game, or especially if it's an overtime, you're just not getting calls unless it's blatant. Like where the ref has yeah. like. The ref's like, I'm sorry, I have to call that. Like, that's very yeah. obvious. People would get blatant. mad if, if they didn't. Right. Then then you'd be saying, like, oh, how can you, you know, whatever. But unless it's something like that, like the refs in the NHL, at least when I Just was like, watching. Just, like, let it slide. Let the teams play. Like, you're not winning. Basically, it's like we're, you're not winning this game because you're going to get a power play. You're going to win the game because you earned it, whichever team. Yeah. Right? So you let them mm-hmm. play. But somehow in the, in the NFL, it's like that doesn't happen. It's like, you know, that – you know, would he have caught the ball if he hadn't have had his jersey tugged? I don't think so, right? It didn't hold him up. He didn't grab him. He tugged his jersey a little bit. You got to let it go. <clears throat> yeah. Because if if they had not called it, 
I guarantee you, nobody on Monday <laughs> would have been talking about, oh, can you believe that defensive holding non-call? He clearly tugged his jersey. A few people would be saying that. But, you know, I can go back to the 2013 Super Bowl, which was the Niners, uh, against the Ravens. And that was, you know, fourth down, waning seconds of the game. Uh, Colin Kaepernick throws the ball to Michael Crabtree, who is being 100%, not even just held, straight up mugged. Right. This guy is like all over him, you know, getting all hands across America on him and and no call. Right. Now, maybe that should have been called, but <laughs> so you have all these like terms for this stuff. <laughs> well, like, hands across but America. Like, what is, that? is that like, you know, is that know. like holding hands across America? Yeah. Is that yeah. like the whole yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm saying that didn't. And, uh, you know, I'm not upset about it. I'm just saying because, you know what, it's if, if you're in that situation and you're the official, it's like, man, are you really going to call that? Like, was he held? Was he holding him? Yeah. <clears throat> but it's fourth down. You know, at the end of this game, it's like, dude, if we call that, you're basically yeah, handing the Niners the game because you're giving them a fresh set of down. It's like, man, you, you sometimes you got to let it go and say, like, yeah. yeah, you got held a little bit. You you should have fought harder or whatever. Like, I'm not going to insert myself into the yeah. situation, you know? Mm-hmm. Don't insert yourself into the situation. Like, yeah. Nope. And it's the thing is, it's like, uh, you know, America as a whole got robbed of seeing what I think you know, I, I don't know what would have happened. I'm not saying the Eagles would have gotten the ball and marched down the field and scored, but they like they did their job. You know, they they held the Chiefs to what should be a field goal attempt, and then they all they had to do was go down the field far enough to at least kick their own field goal, yeah. and then we could have had overtime in a Super Bowl. How awesome would yeah. that have been? And yeah, and the reason yeah. it makes me mad, and that's why I told the story about the Eagles, is it makes me mad because I wanted the Eagles to lose. But, but not you wanted like, them to like not lose. like that. I wanted them yeah. to lose legitimately, and it's no different. You know, I just said, you know, I'm a Giants fan. I hate the Dodgers a lot. Mm -hmm. I wish the Dodgers were never born. <laughs> and I take I took great pleasure in watching the Dodgers lose the World Series in seven games to the Houston Astros. Like the Schadenfreude in my house was like off the charts. I loved it. <laughs> like it's not just that you lost. You lost in seven games. You barely lost. Oh, that hurts. Then yeah. later it comes out, oh, the Astros were cheating. Like that really pissed me off because it's like you're taking away my joy at seeing the Dodgers lose because when they lose in seven games, they barely lost. You can make a pretty compelling case that if the Astros hadn't have been cheating, maybe the Dodgers would have won that World Series. So I got <laughs> cheated out of the yeah. Dodgers got cheated but Giants fans also got cheated. And I feel like on Sunday, <laughs> there was no cheating, but I'm saying like these officials, they need to get them in a room and have a talk about, you know, hey, stop making it about you, you know? <laughs> but I mean, that's that's what they- And they have a hard that, job. That's what they want. I mean, that's I what they want. That's like, like that's so much- I think some people- That's so much of the world want. today. I think that's what Angel Hernandez wants, going back to baseball, but I don't think that's what most of them want, but- and like I said, like, it's a very, very hard job, and I don't want to say otherwise. That's a yeah. you know, I I couldn't do it for sure, you know, but but how can how can they make it about themselves? I'm just saying, if you're you know, if you're the commissioner of football, and like two weekends in a row, everyone's yeah. talking about the officiating instead of talking about these you know the mm -hmm. best teams in the league playing each other, you got yeah. a problem, you know? Yeah. Got a problem. Right. That's it. That's uh, 
That's all I got to say about football. That was probably really long, but I just, you know, this is the only okay. platform I have for this kind of thing. And Yeah, uh, well, it's it's, it's you know, fine, you know, and and you know, like it as puts a, me in a position as, where as a I have to be sports fan. I have like to feel sorry for Eagles fans, and that pisses me off because Eagles fans got they have a legitimate beef, and I don't want them to yeah. have a legitimate beef. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, I interrupted. That, 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 that makes sense. It makes sense. You know, it's 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 interesting because I, you know, like I enjoy watching sports, like yeah. ty- like here and there, but I don't get really invested because I don't know. It feels like if ever I, whenever I get invested in anything, like it's always a disappointment. I mean, that's uh, being a sports fan is like ninety five percent disappointment. You know that you're you're in it for that five percent. You know, yeah. But you know, it's it's just it's nice, you know, hearing somebody else like kind of break it down like that. Yeah, and uh, you know, so I can have a better understanding of uh, of the situation. I guess. Well, I mean, I. I kind of wish I watched. I I think I do watch less sports than I, the older I get, the less I care mm-hmm. about sports. And uh, yeah. I think I kind of like that, you know, because it it got to the point where at the end of every football season, I was kind of happy to have my Sundays back. Yeah, yeah, and, I, I get um, that. Anytime I talk to anybody who really isn't into sports, and they kind of explain, because they they it's always in very simple terms, you know, like mm-hmm. why. Why, why, why do I want to sit in my chair and watch other people doing stuff and not, not watching them do it for me, watching them do it for themselves? I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. You know? <laughs> yeah. Or I was watching like, what, one of my, what can you be, what, you know, what one could of you my, be working on? Right. It's exactly what he said. He's like, I can be using that time, you know, or like I was watching, you know, one of my audio file channels that I like. And the guy was saying like, he doesn't watch sports. He's like, I don't, you know, why do you want to sit in a chair and watch a bunch of guys chasing a ball around the field? It's like, yeah, well, you know, when you put it that way, when you put it that way, it's oversimplification, but, you know, it's like, it makes me think of though, when, uh, like growing up, like all the, the kids that didn't like sports, like, Oh, I don't want to go watch, you know, a bunch of sweaty men rubbing up against each other on the field, like make making it seem like it's like this huge, like a, like, it's like, I don't know. I like I don't know how to, like they just like try to like downplay it like oh I don't yeah. want to watch that yeah you know it's like people just I don't know and I don't I don't know like you don't really hear that as much anymore but I feel like when I was growing up you heard a lot of like a lot of that kind of thing yeah and it's just because they didn't really understand oh for it, sure I guess and I mean obviously I like sports very much I'm not trying to say I don't but I'm saying like I kind of admire people who are able to just. Yeah. Say like you know I don't. It's like it's like on that level of people who like call it hand egg. What I guess like you hear, hear people like like refer to football like oh you know like it's call it hand egg. I don't know uh, like a, I don't know I'm not just like 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 trying to like knock it a... like knock it down for whatever reason. Oh I see. All right. Well just, yeah I don't you know, know. make I mean, it, what, to whatever, try to make it but... sound as stupid as possible. Right. That's I mean well that. I think people who do that, that's like an insecurity thing because you feel like there's something that you're not a part of. Like everybody else is into something you're not. And mm-hmm. so you're going to try to like, you know, uh, uh, drag it a little bit to make yeah. yourself feel better. That's different, you know. But right. People who just say, yeah, I'm just not just not into that. You know, I just 
I mean, it's no different not to bring this up for the 10,000th time, but it's just like, you know, me getting rid of my TV. It's like, okay, we're not going to watch TV. I got other things that I could be doing that, you know, you know, if you, you don't don't need to bring it up, you know, it's like, oh, you know, or you're not going to like make fun of people that like watch TV or watch. No, 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 absolutely not. But I'm saying my, my whole thing is like, I can spend the afternoon sitting in a chair watching baseball, football, some mm-hmm. TV show, like three years from now, am I going to remember? Oh yeah. Remember that day three years ago where I sat in a chair and watched something like you're not right. But if I take that time and, and do something yeah. like one of the 10 million projects that I have on tap <laughs> that I'm going to remember later. Oh yeah. I, I refinished that thing or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next thing. Um, Oh, actually, I mean, we're like an hour into it now. We haven't done, um, we haven't done. Does it slap or should we eat it yet? <laughs> oh, I was thinking like we need to. Sorry, we need to do this. Do, do we mention already that we have the two theme songs? We mentioned them, but I think that okay. we need to. We're like, still make waiting. Sure. You know, we've we've I been mean, advised by somebody who knows about such things that we need to go through certain legal processes. It's, real, it's not really them. that they know about such things. They just like think about things like, oh, maybe you should consider this. Yes. Well, yes, but they were correct in my opinion. So anyway, yeah. I'm just saying that because the two people that made the two theme songs uh, certainly are listening to the show, and I want yeah. them to know that we have every intention of using it, them. Both but, of them. Yes, but uh, we have to do some stuff first. Anyway, Yeah. Um, so I decided to go negative this time on Ooh. this installment of Does It Slap or Should We Eat It? Um, okay, so it's gonna I feel be like, like three horrible things, and I gotta... well, not these aren't horrible. I would call these uh, well annoying, and one of them, one of them's controversial. One of them you might like. That might be the easy slap. Oh, We're gonna okay. learn something about you today. Uh, just overall, <laughs> I feel like the positive ones are more interesting because I think it's harder when you oh I have to pick one of these things that's good, even though I like all three of them. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, okay, so just to get right to it. Number one, cold coffee. And when I say cold coffee, I don't mean an iced coffee. Mm-hmm. I mean like I've been sitting here with this mug of coffee so long that it's no longer warm. Yeah. I hate that, right? And in some cases, you Barely might want to th- throw that into the microwave for a minute. Well, I but would, but this, then, is, like, this is metal. I can't do yeah. that. Yeah, I do that all the time. If it's in a cup I, or a mug, I can, I'll just microwave it no big deal but yeah uh, i can't do that now so coffee that has gone cold okay that for not, whatever not reason great. not great not for whatever reason you cannot you cannot reheat i guess that's an important yes. caveat okay number two this is the controversial one because you might think oh this is, sounds delicious uh ketchup on a hot dog oh uh and then <laughs> number three runny egg whites like you go oh, to a diner okay. and you say, I'll take some eggs over easy and you get them. And the, you know, the white is still not. Cooked yeah. 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 And it's kind of like got that like gel jelly stuff in it. Right. Yeah. Like that, that's an easy eat right there. I mean, I, okay. I hate that. And that's even coming as somebody who is, uh, you know, went through a period of time where all I was eating, or not all I was eating, but the only kind of egg whites that I was eating or was only kind of eggs that I was eating are egg whites. Because you know when I was when I was working out away, regularly, right? it's like oh you get more protein if you just and like less cholesterol if you just eat egg whites. Yeah. Uh, so I got real good at like cracking it and then like 
like uh, going back and forth with the yolk. So I just yes. the, the white side and then I toss professional it in the trash. Technique. Yeah, exactly. If you ever go through that again, can you just like save all the egg yolks in a jar and just mail them to me? Because that's the only part that I like. Well, that the egg yolk is the best part. Right. So I'm saying, please don't throw them in the trash. Okay, I I wouldn't do that. Like you you can buy uh, these cartons of just egg whites. Can you buy so. a carton of just egg yolks? I I doubt it. Because you know, anytime really... you have something like that, <clears throat> it's just it's something's it's a... going to waste. No, 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 not at all. That that is the waste. It's always like, well, this is a byproduct mm-hmm. of some other process, right? It's like you go to yeah. the store and like, why is all the yogurt non-fat yogurt? Because like. They're using the you know the the fat to make half and half to make whipped cream, heavy oh, cream, okay. yeah. cream cheese, sour cream. Right? There's plenty of places for the fatty part of milk to go. And so at some point, the dairy industry is like, oh my god, we have all this like non-fat milk. What are we gonna do with? Nobody wants to drink that crap. What are we gonna do with this? <laughs> and so then they go, oh, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna make yogurt out of it and convince people that it's healthier. Right? Yeah. So I'm saying if if you can buy a carton of egg whites. It's because the yolks are already be being used for something else, and they're like, crap, we have all these egg whites. We don't know what to do with them. <laughs> Maybe mayonnaise. Does mayonnaise have more yolk than white? I don't uh, know. I don't, I don't. I barely use mayonnaise. Okay. All uh, right. Anyway, if we can. So, okay, we got, uh, you got. You've I'll, yeeted I'll, the I'll, eggs. Yeah, I'm eating, eating the eggs, and I am gonna, I'm going to eat the, the cold coffee because I, I, don't, I don't mind hot dog or ketchup on hot dogs. I think it's it's weird like that you don't like it because it's such a normal thing. I mean, if if I have a choice, I'm going to like relish is my favorite condiment for a hot dog. Yeah. For sure. And like yellow mustard is very good as well. But if I can have like all three, I will have all three. Uh cold coffee though, one of the worst feelings is when you have a cup of coffee that's been sitting there and you have forgotten about it for whatever reason and you come back to it and it's, it's been sitting out and it's totally cold and you say, man, it's such a waste. Like I forgot this was even here. And then you still drink it anyways. Well, I would just pop it in the microwave. Like if it's got that little skin on the top, you pull the skin off and then you just throw it in the microwave. You know, I don't, oh, waste I, don't coffee. I, I, I like, never have anything with skin, like skin on the. Well, do you put cream in your coffee? That's how you get the skin. No, no, I, I, I drink it black now. Oh yeah. Then you're not going to get the skin. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, there there was a point last year where I was drinking coffee with with uh, creamer. I think we talked about this. My wife got me really into the uh, like the cinnamon, the cinnamon bun flavored creamer. Yeah, of like uh, what is it called? Um, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know why. Some of the but brand. There's, there, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. It's it's, like, I know it's fine, but it's it's so good. It's like it's it was like having dessert and I just wanted to sure I could just drink it straight out of the those things are full of sugar though that's why I usually try to well I mean I always try to get the the sugar free oh yeah kind they they have like the no sugar kind good also but Uh, it it was so good but then I when I started like dabbling in intermittent fasting I realized like oh I if I can have black coffee in the mornings, like by when I'm intermittent fasting, but if I put creamer in that, like it's going to break the fast. Right. So I right. wean myself back off of it, and I've just been drinking black coffee. Yeah. Since. Yeah. Uh, just I, just to finish that, I just want to be clear. I don't 
I personally don't want ketchup on a hot dog. I don't have a, some people, you know, the internet in general was just a bad idea, but I'm saying like, sometimes you see people on the internet who will just, you know, they have these very weird gatekeepy food opinions, you know, and it's yeah. like, oh, it, you know, ketchup does not belong on a hot dog. And it's just like, no, you just don't want ketchup on a hot dog. So that's like, yeah, it's, it's like, like pineapple if, on pizza people. Right. Like if you don't like pineapple on pizza, guess what? You, you don't, nobody's putting a gun to your head. Just don't eat pineapple on a pizza and your problem yeah. solved. Like I and like there's, pineapple And there's no need pizza. to like, yeah, I, I like it too. And there's no need to, to shit on people who do. Right. Right. And so like I'm saying, if, if me and you went out for hot dogs, let's say, and like you had your hot dog and you're getting it all done up and you put ketchup on it, it's not like I'm going to say anything. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. I just like I'm saying for me personally, I don't, you know, if I had this list of three, I would be eating the ketchup on a hot dog. I'll take the cold coffee personally. But, you know, <laughs> now ketchup I, on I, a, I get it. Ketchup on a corn dog to me, that's a little more like oh, I don't know. Yeah, how you well, do that, that's but. that's weird. You put mustard on a on a corn dog if you're going to Well, cuz to me, the mustard uh, a corn dog's already sweet cuz there's there's the the corn uh meal is sweetened. So like why yeah. do you need to put more? But again, like if someone puts ketchup on a corn dog, man, go crazy. I don't Yeah. Dip the whole thing in the ketchup bin i don't care like you know um <laughs> well for me the ideal like, hot I guess dog it's not really some where do you fall on on I, I guess it's not really for hot dogs but like sauerkraut i like i hate sauerkraut oh that's i was just gonna say my how can you say that's not for hot dogs the i my ideal personal ideal hot dog maybe it I is but i just I, i've always hated is, the smell of it uh and I it just that. uh mustard onions and sauerkraut that for me that's the hot dog right there or mm-hmm. Um, a Chicago style dog. Awesome. Well, that's that's quite a bit different, but I'd like both of those very much. If I'm making hot dogs at home, mm-hmm. it's going to be sauerkraut, onions, and mustard. I see. Or well, if, if you're I ever get, out here, you should. I'll take you. I wonder if you would like, like a like a coney from from uh, like Skyline or Dixie Chili or I whatever. I don't know, but I would love to try it. Yes. For sure. I mean, I think chili. I don't ever eat chili dogs, mm-hmm. but I like the idea. Like, I'm sure I've had a chili dog. Yeah, it's just if I'm gonna make chili, I'm just gonna eat chili. But if someone said, "Hey, man, I got a chili dog. You want it? Heck yeah!" Yeah, I gotta, I gotta send you some cans of that stuff. No, but. you're not. But I appreciate that you think. But I, I, I have, I have like one, one completed mini disc to send you. I'm gonna try oh, to make it. Maybe good. another one. I made speaking, it. I finished it today. Speaking so. of that, speaking so I of made, the mini disc. I made your so people don't know this, but so I, I offered you. Would you like me to make you a craftwork mm-hmm. mix mini disc? Right. And uh, so I did. I finished it. Uh, I think I finished it on Sunday. Actually, uh, mm-hmm. that's one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. <laughs> that I even is had you, to is you like, just pick eighty minutes of of songs. Yeah, and I even I, I was going to say that I even I only had a couple of eighty minute discs. Mm-hmm. And I ended up using one to make because that's just no way I couldn't even go from eighty down to seventy four. Like even at eighty, because what I did, like I got you know I love spreadsheets. We're always talking about spreadsheets. I got my spreadsheet out, and I just started putting like, okay, here's like the essentials for somebody that doesn't is not familiar with craft work. Here's like some essentials, yeah. right? And I made that, and then next to each one, I put the running time of the song, and then once I was done, I added them all up. And, you know, like my heart sank because it was like <laughs> it was over 90 minutes. And like, oh, man. So now I'm going to have to make some <clears throat> some to tough decide. decisions. And, How many uh, songs are there total then? 
I think there's like 17. <coughs> is that that's, right? That's, no, 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 that's no. Pretty I think there's 14. I, mean, I think there's 14. But the thing is, some of their songs are pretty long. So like the very yeah. first song on there is like 12 minutes long. So it's already eating up. Yeah. And that's a abbreviated version of that song. The original version of the song is like 22 minutes long. But this is a, like a 12-minute remix. And you got to really get in there and you can do like a fade-out at the end, right? So that, I, that, that, that takes you to... The way well, you do, had to do that, yeah, you know, you you have to be present and listen to it and. Oh know, yeah, I was sitting in front of the, those. the thing the whole time, yeah. Because yeah. I, I when I did the math, it was like I literally had like two or three seconds to spare. Because yeah. like an eighty-minute mini disc is really like eighty-one. You know, it's like eighty minutes mm-hmm. and like fifty-eight seconds or something, right? Right. And this was like 80 minutes and 56 seconds. But I'm like, well, there's probably going to be a couple seconds of dead air at the end of these songs. Mm-hmm. And so if I sit there, as soon as the meters go down to zero and I can't hear anything, hit stop. And I can buy myself a few seconds with a lot yeah. of the tracks that way. So uh, so that's what I did. But, you know. Um, but, yeah, that was that was rough. So but, you did that and I made you a cigarose. I know. I'm uh, excited. Which Very is it's it's eleven this. songs, but the dif- yeah. the difference is is yeah. that uh, you know I have this deck that has a CD player and a mini disc built in, and if yeah, you want to nice. copy a song from one to the other, there's yeah. a there's just like a copy it well, uh, button, and yeah. it will go back to the beginning of the the track that whatever you're listening to, and then yeah. it will uh, record for that song, and then st- yeah. stop recording when the song is over. That's so nice. uh, it does not have like the fade out or anything. And there is a way to fade out, but I don't think that you can do it when you're using that feature. Uh-huh. And the, some of the stuff was only is only possible to do if you have the remote, and I don't have the remote for it. Yeah. So I was kind of limited. And, I, you know, I was, I was kind of figuring it out for the first time. Yeah. Uh, well, like my deck has a record recording level knob. Okay, yeah. And yeah. so I was using that to fade out. I see. Right, just grab it and just turn it, you know, sort of mm-hmm. semi-slowly, and then once it's down to zero, hit stop. I wish so. that I had something like that on mine, and I there's a roundabout way that I could do it if I wanted to, because this this deck has analog in uh, and a uh, uh, optical digital yeah. in. Yeah. So you could record to either ver- like from either source, and mm-hmm. I was thinking about like I could even take like I have my my uh, turntable like running into it. Mm-hmm. And I could record that, and you can boost the audio on inputs on the yeah. recording if you need to. Uh, you know, it's I was learning about it, and it yeah. was it's, it's very fun uh, to to do that kind of thing. And you know, I was uh, I was able to like like name the disc. I didn't name each track, yeah. though. No, did I, you name okay. every track? Of course. But so okay, to be it. fair, to be fair, my mini disc deck has a. Uh, a PS2 jack in the front for a keyboard. Oh, okay. This so it's really go easy. Like if you a... have to sit there and use that little dial, that that's a pain in the ass. So I don't. Yeah. But maybe you send me the disc, and maybe I'll. If you send me the list of the track names, mm-hmm. then like I'll name the tracks because for me it'll be easy to do. You can it go ahead and yeah. I don't like I don't like not having them because even on my little player it has a little screen on it. You know, my little portable. So yeah. I, I like being able to do that though, and knowing like the name of the song and stuff, or the, yeah. or the name of the album. You know, I call mine like Cigarettes, like CC Comp. You yeah. Because you don't have, I don't know how long the name can be. I don't know if I could put that the Corey compilation. Probably, you have to look in the manual. Like mine, it's a hundred characters, but I don't know if that's just the limit of the file system that a mini disc uses or whatever. But, yeah. Uh, 
Um, but I'll, I'll ship that out because yeah. Uh, Try and I both got these printers because we sold those M2 uh, documentary discs. And yeah. you use the he money was to doing buy all... printers. What's that? You use the money to buy printers. Uh, no, no. I mean, we got these uh, thermal printers, these little thermal label printers. Oh, okay. And they were they were like thirty bucks off. Oh, they, so, you so they could were like a hundred dollars. So you, you so can you can you use can them print. to package the discs. You're saying? Yes, he he got packaged it. the discs in these envelopes, and then he I thought you were saying the... you made money off of those things, and you both ran out like little kids, like oh, we're gonna go buy printers. And I was like, that no, seems no, like no. A these, weird the thing, printers but... were a hundred dollars each. Okay, like for each of us. And you just and... buy like a roll of like the shipping labels. To... Yeah, and it just like okay. it doesn't hit, like even use ink or anything. It's all like heat. Right. Based. And it just like puts it on there and you peel it off, stick it on. Yeah. And, you know, we both got these scales, like these digital scales. Mm -hmm. And now I'm thinking with the combination of that, like I basically never have to wait in line at the post office ever again. I'll just do everything here and then just drop it. That's what I do. And I'm like, I I don't have a thermal printer, but you can buy like it's a eight and a half by 11 sheet and each one has two shipping labels on it. Mm hmm. Because if you like, if you buy a shipping label from the post office, it's literally a half a sheet. So right. like you can print out the label onto the <coughs> the sheet, peel it off yeah. and use it, and then take that sheet and just turn it around and stick it back in the printer. Okay, so that's, yeah, that's what I do. And then I have a like you do. I have a little scale for weighing stuff. So yeah, I mean, I, mm-hmm. anytime I go into the post office and there's like people that are waiting in line to pay, I just think like, man, what suckers? You know, if it's like it's like old people okay but when you see someone your age it's like bro you can just do this online and it's a little bit cheaper it is yeah and you know that's now i'm just excited to ship stuff because i want to try it out oh yeah it's fun that that stack of labels you know they're just like sticker labels and Mm -hmm. uh it was like 25 bucks for 500 of them yeah that's a pretty good deal that's a better deal than the one (laughs) that's for sure yeah i just i'll never have to do it again and so i'm gonna I'll, i'll ship you Okay. I should get the, some cans of stuff. So of uh, yeah. the Dixie chili or the Skyline chili. Yeah. Or maybe I'll get one of each Okay, and send them to you. And okay. then I'll, I'll also put the mini disc in there. I'm excited. Or maybe I'll put two mini discs. Because you were maybe. talking about maybe making another what? mini disc that's like PC Engine shooter music. Oh, yeah. Do you want me to wait? Because, yes, I'm going yeah, I mean, yeah, to make a mix. Yeah. That's the next mixtape is going to be the PC Engine CD shooters. I already have all my PC Engine shooters sitting in front of my stereo upstairs yeah because i just need to do it i mean would so, you want something like that's similar to that but like a different kind of uh theme to it sure Cause i could because i was but just thinking about then, if, just... if i can record directly from this like things I, sh- I should i can do like stuff directly from hardware if i wanted to the way that my thing you know what would could, be like... awesome what's that should I try doing that, or does that not make sense? Like, you know, the Mister has the optical out, and you could send that right into the optical in in the mini disc deck. Oh my god! But then, like, if the you're, you're right, but but if your if your CD images are like compressed, then I don't think you're gaining anything by recording it digitally. Because although you, oh, well, I don't, any, I don't care. Like, I want, I want. There wouldn't it to be any like noise. A, actually, that would still probably be a cool way to do it. And you know, I can, I can absolutely do that. Yeah, you know well, what anyway, I did because you know the like the <laughs> I'm sorry like I'm just like on this whole other tangent because this is something that that Try and I have been talking about like that it would be fun to do. Uh, so you know that the Mister uses the the .chd format for the uh, for CD based systems, right? Like the compressed. It's, yeah. it, it, what it does is just reencodes the music in FLAC, I think, to get the yeah the 
you know, get it smaller. Oh, well, if it's flak, then that's supposed to be lossless compressed. Right. So that would still be good. So I went through and, you know, I downloaded these, uh, a huge archive of dot Q and bin game soundtracks. And I compressed them all to dot CHD and I dropped them on, uh, on the mister. Yeah. And you can load those in yeah. like the Sega CD core. But then it'll or, open the CD player interface, you're saying? Yeah. You can just oh, like in the Sega really CD cool. interface and just play them. Wow. Like they're like idea. audio CDs. And what's even cool is like Try kind of ex- experimented this with this a little bit. He took multi-disc soundtracks, ripped them into that format, and then you can combine them. And make you can one make it big, some long one. Yes. That's not wow. like multiple discs. That's very cool. Yeah. He was going to do a video on that. I, I don't remember. I think it, <laughs> now we've like, it's like all out there now. So someone else is going to make it, but I doubt uh, it, but it's, you it's should. kind That's of, it's, it's, it's just a fun idea, right? Yeah. Where you can make these like multi-disc soundtracks as one big long file or yeah. one big long audio CD that you can play in that interface. Yeah. And you know, like I, I love the Sega CD interface, like the, CD player and stuff. Yes. And that was my first CD player, so I had yeah. like this nostalgia for it. And like, you can mess around with different audio filters and stuff, low pass yeah. filters and stuff. Now and I want to, I want to mess around with that now. That sounds really cool. Yeah, because I can take any, I can take one of my audio. It doesn't have to be a game style. I'll just go take one of my favorite albums or something and rip it mm-hmm. as a bin queue and then and then. Uh, so, uh, so you can drop that in there. That'd be fun. Yeah, and then I can use that to. I'll record that end on, onto a mini disc. I probably won't do that, but that'd be kind of fun. Um, How many extra steps can you put into the process? Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny. It's like I like, you know, the way I have my mini disc system set up. It's very, if you're making like a mix or or even if you're just recording an album, it's very similar in the steps you have to take to doing it onto a cassette tape. You know, yeah. like setting the recording level and whatnot. And uh, so like for that, the mix that I made for you, you know, cause I record everything on that mix MD that I'm sending you, by the way, is all recorded straight from the CD, right? There's no like MP3s or anything. Right. And so like each CD, I had to stick it in the drive or stick mm-hmm. it in the player, hit play, and then um, sort of monitor the recording input on the mini disc player to, to get the level exactly right. So I would, find the loud part because I was using a different uh, CD player. The CD player I have hooked up now, I sent you that picture mm-hmm. uh, the other day of my, how I have it set up upstairs. Yeah. Um, and people can see that same picture on Instagram. I think you put it on there too. Yes. So that's, I love that CD player. That's not the CD player I use to make your mix mini disc. Cause I made your mini disc before I had set that stuff up. Um, the, the CD player I was using, I have like the original Sony disc man. Like, I don't remember mm-hmm. the model number, but it's the original, like, very first portable CD player right. that Sony made. Because that was my first CD player. Although, by the time I got it, it was, you know, I got it many years later. So, it mm-hmm. was, like, an obsolete. I didn't care. I was like, yeah, I have a CD player now, you know. <laughs> um, but when I had it, I didn't know that, oh, this is the original, you know, I just, it was just an older CD player. But yeah. anyway, it's very limited in its features. Like, you can't even, uh, uh, like, search through a track. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can skip ahead and back, you know, a track two, track three, track four, but you can't, like, fast forward, like, a minute into the song. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that ability. Um, but the CD player that I have that I set up there, it's like, I think Sony specifically made this CD player for people that were going to use it to make cassette tapes. 
because <laughs> it has all these features like you can program in like, OK, I, I have a, a 60 minute cassette mm-hmm. that you put in your cassette deck. You can go to the CD player and you can tell it that it's a 60 minute cassette. And you could have a let's say you have an album that's like 58 minutes. All right. Yeah. And you're like, OK, I'm going to record this album onto two sides of a 60 minute cassette. You tell the CD player it's a 60 minute cassette. It will go look at all of the run times of all of the songs and it'll figure out how to fit them. You know, because maybe if you do it in yeah. order, it won't work. It'll jumble them up so that it'll fit on both sides. That's and so cool. I mean, I don't use that, but the main thing that I like about it, you can program it. Like, okay, I want you to play track, you know, one, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, and it'll tell you the total runtime of that so you can figure out what you can fit. But then once you program it, there's this button you can hit called peak search. And oh, it will so- like it'll fast forward through all those songs and it'll find the loudest part. And then it'll play that loudest part. Like it'll be like a two second clip and it'll play it on repeat so that you can set the recording level of wow. your tape deck or whatever. And then that way, as soon as you got that set, you can just go ahead, hit record, hit play, and you can walk away. I like I love if that CD player had an optical out, it would be like the end game perfect CD player of all time. But unfortunately it doesn't. So not that it matters. Like I like I've said this before, I'm sure I can't I would not be able to tell the difference between a mini disc made with analog yeah. versus a digital signal. It's just like you can't help but think, well, this thing has digital input, so it would be cool. You know. I'm uh, I'm oh. gonna I'm definitely gonna use my mister though. I'm going to use, I, that's a good, great idea. Yes. To get like, now I'm going to, I didn't even think about that until you brought it up. Now I want to try that too. Uh, <laughs> and then the last thing I'll say about mini discs, cause I know nobody cares, but just this morning I bought, um, I ordered a 10 pack of like new sealed 80 yeah. minute. I was looking at those on eBay today too. And they're not that, they're not that expensive. I mean, they're it's a like lot 40 more expensive bucks after than they shipping. were, but well, I, yeah, so I got I got a 10-pack. It was $40 with shipping from Japan because what I was yeah. going to say is these are the mini discs that Sony still makes. Yeah. Because you oh, can they buy, still, like, still make them? Yeah. I didn't, okay. Yeah. You can buy new old stock mini discs all over the place on eBay, but a lot of those are really overpriced. Yeah. And, you know, I paid, I figure $4 per disc with shipping and everything is like, well, you're not going to get a whole lot better than that. And like I said, these are brand new, you know, Sony branded discs and, and they're 80 minute because all my discs are 74 yeah. minute. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I had like, I have like two or three 80 minute discs and I used one to make your deal. I didn't realize so. those are still like being made. So that's, that's really cool. So you don't have to worry about that. Like, like $40, you know what the good thing is, is you're spending that money. That means that you're going to be very deliberate with what you do with them. It's not just, Hey, you know. Well, plus, I mean, it's mini, mini discs. You can, can record over here? them as many times as you want. Yeah. It's not like you're wearing them out. So like. Right. Go ahead and make whatever you want, and then if you realize, oh, I'm not really listening to that one, just erase it and put something else on there. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to those coming. So I've got it's funny because I've got a pack. When I got my mini disc deck, um, good lord, make more noise. Um, it like you know I got the mini disc deck from my coworker who got it from his father-in-law straight from Japan, and when he gave it to me, it came with a bunch of mini discs. It came with like a whole stack of like used uh recordable mini discs and then it came with a 10 pack that was still sealed that i still have sealed just because uh 
I don't like like later on uh, the mini discs started coming and they were like different colors, you know. And so I have this pack of these Maxell discs and it's like, oh, two of them are red and two of them are purple and two of them are blue. And I'm like, eh, like I'm not. I'd prefer just black or silver. Like I don't, you know, I'm yeah. trying to make, you know, copies of my music. I'm not trying to set up a circus, you know. <laughs> and so I'm kind of like, I don't. And so I don't open them because I'm thinking like, well, maybe I could trade them to somebody like on the mini disc yeah. subreddit. Like, hey, who wants a bunch of wacky colors of brand new discs? Like, you just give me a 10-pack or whatever. And you can of, have these. Yeah, but. I annoying know. colors. Maybe, yeah. I'm, I mean, they're not annoying. I don't know. I just, I like the look of the older style. You know, they look yeah. more like, ooh, this is like a high tech. It doesn't need to be. I mean, that's what flashy. attracted me to mini discs in the first place is it looked like this little high tech crazy looking mm-hmm. like, wow, what's that? You know? Yeah. Like, you remember that there was like uh, that really short scene in The Matrix, right, where Trinity first goes to Neo's apartment and Neo gives her like, oh, here's this data. I forgot what it even was. Um, like you know? a Mo disc. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't, that wasn't Trinity. I'm sorry. It was, some, it was somebody else, some guy that, that had yeah, yeah, hired yeah. Neo. Never mind. It was not. It's the guy that but says, yeah. you know, it's the, he, asks, asks, like, he asks if he wants like mescaline or something like that. Maybe and like wasn't that the one where that was the person that had the tattoo that said "Follow the White Rabbit," right? Or, or the, the had the White does, Rabbit yeah. because his, his he girlfriend had, had it. Yeah, right. Anyway, I'm, I'm misremembering, but anyway, the point is, it was like here's this data, but it was yeah. on a little mini disc, and you're like, "Whoa, it looks really cool." Yeah. And so when well, you take I mean, it's something, just, it's that, a carriage that's like is what makes it cool. Yes, yes. Otherwise, it's just a, it looks like a GameCube game. But yes, it's the the little cartridge that it's in that makes it look neat. But so I'm yeah. saying. When you take something that I was attracted to specifically because it looks really like, you know, this crazy high tech, high end thing and, you know, you put clown makeup on it. It's like for me, it just kind of lowers the cool factor. So, yes, I don't really like I I have one. I have one mini disc that's like teal that I got from somebody and I don't it's like, eh. you should you could dub it to something else and I'll use something for I'll use it for something, you know, like, yeah. Maybe I'll send you the the PC the, Engine shooter mix on that because that would look kind of cool, actually. I think. Yeah, something like that where it's like a one-off thing. Yeah, would be cool. Um, anyway, so that's an hour and twenty-five minutes. Do you, I'm going to give you the option? Do you want to cut it now, or we could do like one listener email? <sighs> Let, let's do an email. Okay, let's do an email. I, like, I, I have it. I, I mean, we're, I have we're, the emails we're loaded up, up here. Am I? Do you want to just go to the oldest one that we hadn't read yet? Yeah. Because I just feel like these people have been waiting forever, you know? Um, okay, all right, that's a good question. Okay, so this comes from Andrew. says, uh, hi, Chris and Corey. I've been enjoying the show so far, but first some boilerplate text to push my question below the fold. Right, see, because he understands about the <laughs> spoilers. Uh, I recently picked up a copy of Blazing Lasers for the TurboGrafx-16 mm. great game, and I've been really enjoying it. It's pretty liberal with the power-ups and not insanely difficult. I wish more shooters were built this way. Uh, well, so first, Andrew, I'll just say, if, if you feel that way, uh, you should check out the other entries in the Soldier series, which I kind of, to me, Blazing Lasers is not a core part of the Soldier series, but there's a there's a certain pedigree there. Yeah. And um, so I would I check mean, is, out. Is it considered part of that series? It's not like a Soldier game, but it's like, it's it's like not, called Gunhead, like, isn't it? It's Gunhead, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, when they when they came out with uh, Superstar Soldier, like they were gonna call it Blazing Lasers too, right? Oh, so I mean, yeah, like to me, like the the sort of the 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 Soldier series universe on the PC Engine, I would include uh, mm-hmm. Blazing Lasers, Nexer, 
and, you know, Star Peroger as sort of like not main entries in the series, but they're sort of like, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're like not a main entry in the in the Star Wars, you know, but it's like Rogue One, you know, like Blazing yeah. Lasers. Write this down. Blazing Lasers is the Rogue One <laughs> of the Soldier series. Okay. You heard it here first. Okay. Uh, my main Andrew's, problem, like, I what? just want to say, my main problem with, with those games, I, I feel like the levels are way too long. See, I feel the op, I don't, when I play games like the Strikers 1945 games where the mm-hmm. levels are just like silly short, I hate that. Yeah, well, I don't like that either, but. Like, I want the levels taking you on a journey, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need a boss rush game. I want, I like going through the, the levels. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, different strokes and whatnot. Um, all right. So he says, now here's my question. Uh, when you hit that part of the day, when you have free time, how do you decide what to do? Play something, watch something, read something, make something, etc. How do you pick? So your kids have gone uh, to bed. Uh, yeah. Your wife is in bed reading a Danielle Steele novel. You have like 90 minutes, you know, before you're going to go to bed. What do you, what are you going to do and why? Well, it, it, that's that's a really good question because I don't really have any rhyme or reason to it. It depends on if I'm playing a game, if I'm close to finishing it, or I'm like really into it. That is what I'm going to choose to do. If I'm feeling kind of tired, and I just and, and I have a show that I'm enjoying and a new one is out, then I'll watch that. Uh, or you get a situation like last night where. Uh, I, I finished the game before the kids even went to sleep. You know, they were actually like in bed getting ready, and I finished up uh, Yakuza Three. And I'm like, I'm not going to start anything else, but it's like not even ten o'clock yet. Right. So in that, in that kind of situation, I you know I send a message to my wife and said, you want to watch something like when the kids are asleep? Because we started watching this show Poker Face. It's like on it's on it's on the uh, the on the Peacock. And yeah. uh, I said, do you want to? Hop on the hawk and watch some some poker face. And she's like, Yeah, the kids are just about asleep. And um, so we did that, but you know, like I I wanted to get my thoughts out on this game. So I have like a little like tablet. So I just go and I, you know, sit in bed for a few minutes and write that out. And then we watched the show and went to sleep. I mean, it depends. It depends on how tired I am, I guess, since I've been sick. You know, I I've been getting trying to get in bed like around like eleven ish each night, and uh, there's 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 really no rhyme or reason. It just depends on what I have going on. Uh, probably the big most annoying annoying thing is that it just seems like in recent years, I guess probably since uh, I moved from like having a freelance job to having like a a it's a full-time job, but I'm re- remote, so it's not like I'm always I'm always working or whatever. But sometimes I just feel like it's really hard to get any like real solid work done after like seven thirty or eight o'clock. Like I just I used to be able to just like edit a whole bunch like in, well into the night, but it, as I've gotten older, it's just been more and more difficult to do that. I feel the same way. I- you know, I used to, I, if I was working on a show, I would edit until like one in the morning if I had to. And like, I just feel tired now, you know, like yeah. after a, after my day, like I'm just. You've, you've, you probably have just discovered, you know, what is your free time is what you want to be able to, you know, you don't want to, uh, 
you know, you just you just want that free time to do whatever you want, whatever whatever you feel like on any in any given situation. Any given yeah, night. but I mean, I like working on my show, but I just feel like yeah, oftentimes in the evening after dinner, I'm just tired and I don't really yeah. want to do anything. You know? Yeah. But trying like to, your brain trying is to just break that tired by the end of the day, like that. right? Trying to break that habit, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, it just depends on whatever I'm into. You know, I guess kind of like what you said, but it's just like, I don't know, what am I, you know, right now I'm all into making mini discs. So I'm doing a lot of that, or I just set yeah. that stereo up. So I like sitting up there and listening to music, you know, but. I mean, I got up and show, I made that, that disc for you this morning at 7.30. Look at you. <laughs> but it's it's you nice because you just champion. like, you know, I could just use the copy it and then I yeah do other stuff. I've been I've been recording all these. I have this huge huge bin of old VHS tapes. You can kind of see them behind me a little bit right here. Oh yep, yep, I see it. Uh, it's so many VHS tapes and uh I've been just recording them all. I have an old like computer home, over home there. movies or something or is like a lot of these are from my grandma's house and she uh-huh. just like had them in this bin and like they were down in my at my dad's house like in Florida for a long time and they've like made their way up here and some of the stuff is stuff that she had uh, it's just like off air recordings of stuff. Oh, like there's like like an eight hour tape. Yeah. It's basically the US8 network, like recorded from on a Saturday night from uh, like 7:30 until yeah. like three in the morning. You might you might be able I mean, to pull us some cool commercials and stuff off of there. Well, exactly. Uh, but that includes both movies from a Gilbert Godfrey era uh, USA up all night. Oh, and you know, there's definitely people out there that want that stuff. So I'm just going through and seeing if there's anything worth uh, recording yeah. and 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 using this. Like I have an old computer over there that has a capture card in it, yeah. And I just like play it in a VCR here, and it just goes over there. I don't have to tie up anything like my regular work computer. So I just got done recording something that's like six hours of MTV, like ni- in wow. 1999. Where oh, I, I, awesome. it was before, um, I think I probably started recording because there was this, like, making the music video for R.E.M.'s The Great Beyond, which is the song that they did for the Andy Kaufman movie. Yeah. Uh, with Jim Carrey. And it was on in the evening, and I was probably going out someplace. Uh, this is probably, like, a Saturday night or something. And um, I just, like, put the tape in, started recording. And went out, and it has like a full episode of like the Tom Green show, has uh, that making of the music video, and it has a full episode of uh, Love Line. Oh, nice! And then it has uh, like hours and hours of music videos. Um, That's cool. So I just got done recording that this uh, this morning because uh, you know I did. It was like uh, it, was, it was like six hours, six and a half hours long. So I did four hours yesterday, and I'm like this is still going. So yeah. I did the other bit this morning and then uh, I'll send it to you if you want to see it, if you want it. But it doesn't have, it has a Rage Against the Machine concert on there. Yeah. I don't know, I'm not a big, not even a big Rage Against the Machine fan. Never mm. have been. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know how we got on that, but. Yeah. We did. Yeah. All right. Well, is that it for today in your opinion? I think, that's, I th- I think that'll do it for today. It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. This episode yeah, is two days late, by the way. We didn't address that. So sorry to the people. Because yeah. today's Tuesday, but I mean, this episode won't be out till tomorrow. So it's going to be two days late. But I think yeah, it's okay. it, it is what it is. I don't think that there's anybody out there that feels betrayed about it. 
I mean, nobody said anything. I mean, we got, like I said, we get about a thousand people per episode and like, I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything on the Twitter or anywhere else. Like, Hey, where's the episode? So I think, you know, yeah, people, it, people are understanding it'll, it'll come out when it comes out. I don't want to make yeah. that a habit, but you know, sometimes stuff happens. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're going to have to record another one this week cause I'm going to be know. gone next Sunday and Monday yeah. up in Columbus for work. Okay. So. No problem. All right. Anyway, that's going to do it for episode 17 of Here's My Question for You. The show's almost old enough uh, to vote, or as many episodes. yeah. If each episode is a year of its life. Right, right. All right, well, have a good partial week, and we'll see you next time. Take care.